Welcome to today's podcast, sponsored by the book, When Money Goes on Mission, Fundraising and Giving in the 21st Century. I'm here today with Otto Lasby, an Egyptian businessman and elder in the Christian church in Egypt, who I first met seven, eight years ago? Ten years ago. Ten years ago, is it now? And you were um, uh, leading a ministry, the Alexandria Youth Commission, um, as a volunteer, mm -hmm. um, one of the um, largest and uh, uh, best-run youth ministries in that part of the world. And uh, we just started interacting back then. Uh, you were uh, a perfume okay. sale. Uh, well, not a perfume sale. You had a perfume business, right? I was, I was sales and in the sales part of an English company. Yes, and, and um, I just always thought the, the sweet fragrance of God. <laughs> but um, today we're going to talk about the work that you're doing now. Mm -hmm. um, and um, known as Nabla, mm -hmm. a, um, a word that has very intriguing meaning. And so um, why don't we just begin with a description of what Nabla is and um, and then we'll talk about why the listeners are, are uh, what they can do about it. Thanks, Rob. And uh, Nabla is uh, the inverted triangle in the Greek language. So if this is delta, this is Nabla, uh, the inverted one. So uh, and we choose the name because we're focusing on three main areas: uh, accountability, fundraising, and generosity. For the uh, for Egyptian ministries and Egyptian churches, for Egyptian and for the wider Middle East and North Africa region, right. But we start and we want to start to till we have some kind of uh, roots or or uh, defined model that then we can take this model outside Egypt in the very very near future. So let's talk about the the three points of the uh, inverted triangle. Okay. So I think the the secret of of having the three working together because. Uh, when, when I started being part of AYC uh, 20 plus years ago, uh, I found like a major problem that uh, since we and our church we don't talk about money, so each one has his own theology. So not just your church; you're uh, talking about the church in general. The in big, Egypt. the big C, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The church in the Middle East, not just in Egypt, even the whole region, because it's kind of a shame culture. So if, if the pastor or the leaders talk about it, they would be perceived that they want it for themselves, which is. So, so to be easily, uh, uh, it's much easier not to communicate, not to say anything about it, than to be misunderstood from the people. So, which has uh, lead to something that everybody has his own theology of, of giving or where to give. or So no, you cannot find any unified teaching about that, or there's no people, uh, since no people is, is teaching about it. So when, when I started... Uh, when the, Meaning it's a taboo. It's a taboo, yeah. Subject. Yeah. Nonetheless, the churches are supported by the individuals in the church. Definitely, definitely. So I'm not saying people are not giving. Or not generous. Or not generous. But on the other hand, they are very like you know picky in their giving. And uh, it's like lim limited to two or three things. They give to the Bible, for evangelism and discipleship, for the poor. And besides these three main uh, areas, they don't give. Not because they don't want to, but I mean, for their theology, this is the places you should give to. Uh, the church and these needs, basic needs, and the other side and that, it's like, you know, why should I give? It's like, you know, uh, this is not the areas I would love to, or uh, my parents or my grandparents used to give, so why should I change? So, so they haven't developed a philanthropic tradition yet. 
uh, and not or yet. a tradition of fundraising? I think yes, yeah, mm. true. Okay. So when, when we face this challenge that people are not giving, uh, the basic challenge, the basic thing to overcome the challenge was just to talk about, uh, 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 you know, why people are not, uh, not giving. But when we thought about it uh, in a more of a wider uh, or uh, integrated uh, area, we thought about that we, we need to do two more things besides helping the fundraisers raise funds. Because in my, in my understanding over the years that regardless how, how, you know, how good you are as a fundraiser, unless you teach your congregation to be generous givers, nothing will happen. You won't change. You won't give. So and besides that, so besides the area of how to equip the fundraiser to be good fundraisers and having the why, uh, not just the how of doing the fund, and it's, it's a ministry, it's not something you do it because you're not good at preaching and teaching, so let's let give him this administrative, lousy job of fundraising. But it's, it is a ministry, and it's not just because, uh, you know, I say this or someone really said, because it's, the Bible says so. So if you have this kind of uh, theology of fundraising, and it's clear and communicated, and, and people doing the fundraising uh, are relaxed in, in this, and, and know that exactly this is what God wants them to do. And besides this, and if they didn't do this ministry, we cannot see any ministry because there will be no no money and and there will be no mission. Mm -hmm. But on the other side, uh, if if we don't talk about money and we don't teach our congregation, the whole congregation, not just the affluent or the one percent of the church, the whole church, to be a generous church, uh, we are facing trouble. And and lately we find that uh, you know, lack of discipleship. And it, it's a lack of discipleship. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So. And we find also that these two, two areas, if we complement it with the area of accountability and stewardship, stewardship on the personal level and accountability on the corporate level, meaning um, that if the leader knows exactly that he's a steward, you're not just like a leader or a, a manager or someone, uh, you know, he already has the authority to do whatever he wants to do, but he is entrusted with this uh, authority or money or whatever, and he is accountable. And then, if this, is, if this understanding is clear, you're going to take it to the corporate level, if you're leading a church or a ministry, that they are complying with specific standards that everybody is, is, is aware of uh, from the outside, uh, not just inside the church or the ministry. And if, I'm, if I want to give, uh, and I don't know whether these people are doing something good or bad, there's some kind of, some kind of, of, of uh, uh, measurement or, or, or standard that uh, if, I, if these people are complying with, it shows some kind of, uh, you know, I'm relaxed to give to these people, I'm more uh, uh, happy to do that than people I never know about them. And again, so, and again, and people give in Egypt, and I think many parts of the world on a, on a very much of a relational mm -hmm. uh, uh, point. So if I don't have a relation with a senior leader or one of the key leaders in this place, I don't give. Right. So it, what you're speaking of here in the, in the accountability part of the Nabla Triangle, mm -hmm. uh, for those readers and listeners of this podcast uh, familiar with the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability in the United States, ECFA, well established um, 40 years ago by Billy Graham and John Stott, or not John Stott, uh, but Billy Graham, Bill Bright, and other leaders of the uh, American missions movement, mm -hmm. the whole idea behind it was Congress was beginning to investigate these corrupt ministries mm -hmm. uh, that were taking money from people and not using it for what they were saying they were doing mm -hmm. with it. In fact, many of these uh, prosperity gospel teachers were building empires with the money, uh, buying private airplanes and, mm. you know, and uh, building big homes for themselves and literally stealing 
from the um, from the small givers that were mm -hmm. following them on television or in their churches, and uh, as a result, Billy Graham and the others uh, said said to Congress, "No, we'll create a system mm -hmm. to self-regulate," and um, and that system became ECFA, and now ECFA is going around. Uh, is has become international mm -hmm. and um, in a number of places it's beginning to start up to um, um, go after the same corruption mm -hmm. that was going on here in the American mm -hmm. church and and um, Otto you're leading a this movement you're calling it Nabla but you're also part of the global movement yes. uh, known as uh, the Global Trust Partnership mm -hmm which is um, certifying mm -hmm. the, uh, 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 the various organizations, yeah, the, the various national organizations mm -hmm. that are mm -hmm. doing this. So one leg of the um, triangle is to teach fundraising. Mm -hmm. One leg of the triangle is to uh, set accountability standards so that when someone gives, they see um, that the counting is going to be transparent. Mm -hmm that the board of directors is independent from the executive director in that they hold the executive director accountable and um, and that regular accounting practices are followed. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and this for us, this is something very new because in our culture, we don't follow standards in anything. So uh, it's, it's, it's a, bit a long way that we establish this uh, ECFA model in Egypt and the region, but at least we started and last December, uh, we certified the first six founding members for this uh, NABLA uh, movement. And um, um, it's, it's, a, it's a great joy to find people uh, willing and, and able to, to be certified. And uh, we already have other people on the pipeline uh, we wish to, to be certified in the very near future. Yes, and in the third part of the triangle is generosity yes and generosity and, and when i start focusing or talking about it i, I didn't wish to to follow many people past because uh, most people when they start they start with the one percent with the affluent christians and the church or the ministry uh, or the major givers but i thought it's the, the best way to start to start by the whole church um, and and it's you know because if the church the whole church doesn't have the message of generosity it won't happen so uh, and later on, on, on simultaneously, uh, we definitely uh, the people entrusted with much need to be not treated differently, but uh, they need some kind of you know uh, special uh, uh, way to, to talk about generosity for them because they are entrusted with much. But uh, we cannot neglect that the whole church need to hear this message uh, and constant on a constant way, not just one time. Right, and the value of the smallest giver uh, in terms of dollars. Uh, mm -hmm. in terms of uh, uh, pounds, pounds in, in Egypt is as valuable as the gift of the larger. Definitely, but this is not what uh, uh, people or what the leaders talk about because when, if I'm a leader, I will focus on the, only on the major givers. So if I'm watching this or listening to this, um, what, how was it, what was it like getting started? What did that, I mean, you've talked about the challenges, you've mm -hmm. talked about what it is, you've talked now that you've already got um, some people started. Um, mm -hmm. So tell us some, um, some stories of your success and, or, and what was it like getting started? Okay, it was tough. 
So we started, um, we tried to define uh, the why of everything before talking about the how of doing it. So we, we started by a conference to talk about the three biblical perspectives of the fundraising, accountability, and generosity. And then we had in each conference after that, the three other conferences focusing on one topic. And when we focus at this topic, we focus on the why, because if the why is missing, you know, I mean, nothing is important after that. So we talk about why uh, people have to follow standards, why why the why of fundraising and the why of generosity is not something uh, uh, you have to do just because you have to do it because but because there's a lot of biblical teaching and theology on that and it, since it's not communicated doesn't mean it's not there it's not existing so and and when, when you start something like that you, you know we have many, many things we, we're, we're lacking many things we're lacking we don't have any materials any teaching about that we don't have any translated uh, books because uh, not everybody can read english uh, as a second language uh, we don't have uh, any uh, uh, stories about uh, generosity people are giving. The people could be inspired from local gen uh, generosity stories. So we try to, to focus on developing the why of the things, uh, uh, translate uh, some materials to be available, that when people attend our conferences, they have something that they can take it out and their way back and try to implement it. Like, for instance, last December, we did the conference a couple of months ago, three months ago now, uh, we translated the overflow book uh, and it's it's amazing six uh, weeks uh, uh, Bible study with six stories and we subtitled the stories and uh, any church uh, even though as, as, as 30 or 50 people can take the book and do it for their congregation and they can see immediately the shift happening in the people hearts and minds uh, so it's 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 a long process where we cannot or I, I already it's clear for me that we're not gonna reap uh, the fruits of that immediately but uh, thank God that we started and thank God there's a lot of people uh, became early adapters and uh, very encouraging story uh, from these people like I can share one story about a very small church in Tanta uh, it's a place Tanta. Tanta is a midway, it's in Delta, midway between Alex and Cairo and the pastor has a very small churches and he attended the conference and uh, was inspired by the, by the message of generosity and he would love his church to be generous so he bought, he bought 50 books uh, to, 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 for the whole congregation he had and he did it and he was doing a conference uh, last month uh, in February and, and he had take uh, half half of the time of the conference to teach about how, how his church should be generous. And he shows the videos of the six uh, uh, small, group, uh, small study groups. And the feedback and the story he keeps telling of the people, very young in age, uh, how this magic transforms their life. And he's not just keeping that, he just keeps sharing with other pastors beside his church, uh, encourage them. So, so before I came by a couple of weeks, he bought another 70 books to distribute it to these other two small churches beside him. Mm. Because... He said that uh, this happened to me, it, could, it should happen to other people beside me. And this is very inspiring for me because, it, you know, it's not a big mega church, uh, have everything in place. He's just struggling with everything he has. But he thought this is something you need to start. And um, our readers and viewers must uh, should keep in mind, this is all happening in Egypt in, in a time of great turmoil and challenge. Uh, the Egyptian economy is in um, tatters. The political system is volatile. The uh, circumstances for the Christian church is difficult at best. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I know I've been on calls with you where you've had to be very circumspect uh, mm -hmm. because you're being watched and, um, and um, um, Christians are treated with some hostility in, in your country, yet nonetheless, the message of generosity 
and uh, the discipleship and the growth of the ministries and the development of local funding is going on even in the midst of those circumstances uh, yes praise god so so just god give us this vision and uh, he's uh, trustworthy to uh, to trust him and to follow uh, his lead and uh, thanks for many people who uh, mentored and helped me and definitely are one of the early people who believed in that and who uh, mentored me all over this year almost 10 years now thank you oh Adel, it's been my privilege. You're one of my heroes. Thank you. Thank you for being with us today. My pleasure. Thank you.